0: And thank you for joining us for another edition of Women in Fluid Power brought to you by Fluid Power World. I'm Mary Gannon, and today I'm joined by Donna Pollander, Executive Director of the International Fluid Power Society. Donna has been leading the association close to 18 years, so I'm sure she's seen a thing or two change over the years. Thank you for being with us uh, today, Donna. Thank you for having me, Mary. Appreciate it. So, first up, tell us a little bit about how you came to lead the Fluid Power Society and how you got involved in that organization.
1: Okay, well, actually, my career in Fluid Power started back in 1995, uh, where I got a job as a part time bookkeeper working for an association management company that managed the Fluid Power Distributors Association. Oh. Um, and so I worked with that association management company for a number of years and kind of worked my way um, up into the company. And then in 2001, my association management company was sold to another uh, and, and it was um, innovative designs and publishing and it became IDP management Mm -hmm. and the fluid power society came to my office then. And that was in 2001. So I sort of like a lot of people in this industry kind of tripped and fell into it. So that's how I started. And then in 2000, I became the uh, executive director of IFPS and sort of went from there
0: that's fantastic you know it's funny how most people I talk to including myself have have that pathway into fluid power just kind of happened by accident and then you end up staying because it's it's a great industry you know how do you feel about being a part of this industry and, and the people that are here
1: Well, I'll I'll tell you what I tell everyone is that the fluid power industry is the smallest big industry uh, (laughs) in the United States or in the world, I think, and it's so close knit and the people are terrific. And I think because I work for a volunteer organization, I really get the opportunity to see how people who work in the industry want to give back, that they appreciate the fact that the fluid power industry provided them with a career. Mm -hmm. And they appreciate it so much that they want to give back. And they volunteer not just through the IFPS, but I saw it when I worked for the FPDA. And I have a close relationship with the NFPA, the National Fluid Power Association, as well as the... Canadian Fluid Power Association. It's a great industry to work in. Truly,
0: it truly is. I was just having a conversation with someone the other day about how people may may leave companies, but they don't leave the industry. So they may go from company A to company B and maybe company C eventually, but they're still staying in this market because it, it is. It's it's kind of like a family.
1: Absolutely. You know, I've even seen people who briefly left the industry and it made me sad. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. And before you know it,
0: they're back. (laughs) (laughs) You can't get away. (laughs) And that's a good thing. (laughs) Yeah. In terms of women in the industry, what types of progress have you seen over your career? And you've you've been around for a while. You've probably seen a lot (laughs) of changes. I absolutely
1: have. And back in the day, honestly, when I started attending the FPDA meetings and they would have, you know, somewhere around 300 people attending, the delegates were 97% men. So Mm -hmm. it's very rare that you saw uh, a woman delegate at one of those meetings and that absolutely the dynamic there has changed uh, over the years. And even when I took over uh, running the IFPS, we had had one female president and two or three female board members back in 2002 and 2003. And right now we have four female board members and we've had three past presidents that are female. Absolutely see a change. Um, and And I think the industry has changed, but I think the, opinion of fluid power or working with your hands in general has changed over the years and it's I guess I don't know if it's marketed more to women or young girls in high school so they're they're looking at industries like the fluid power industry like hey that you know that's a, a definite career um, possibility for me so I think it has absolutely enhanced the the industry it's great
0: That's good to hear. Yeah. How do you think we can uh, kind of keep that momentum going, momentum going and, and keep promoting more women to, to get involved in flu power? I know you guys you know, probably do some of that with your certifications.
1: We absolutely do. Um, and we see um, increasing number of women getting certified, which is terrific. I just think that we need to continue to, as parents, as people in the industry, encourage young females to get involved and not be, um, I don't know if you want to call Afraid of the stigma that might be attached to it, or whatever it is, but we just need to continue to encourage young women to get involved in in the industry, engineering, mechanics, you know, whatever whatever it is in the industry.
0: Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about what's new at the IFPS. I believe that you guys have a new reference book um, we that you do. just released.
1: I am telling you, Mary, this is a must-have book for anyone who works in the fluid power industry. It is uh, almost 400 pages. Wow. It is uh, full color. It it references all the latest um, ISO standards. It is just a terrific book that I, anyone from someone who is maintaining a hydraulic system all the way up to someone who is designing a hydraulic system needs to have this book. It's terrific. It's going to be great for the industry and I think great for IFPS as well.
0: Wonderful. Anything else new that you wanted to kind of talk about? Yeah, our certification programs
1: are constantly being updated uh, with the latest technology. I, I highly encourage everyone listening to the podcast to check out our website, see what we have available, tools that not only prepare you for certification, but also tools that will prepare you to work in the fluid power industry, you know, gaining that body of knowledge that you need to be successful in the fluid power industry.
0: Absolutely, because, you know, some of the conversations I've had with other people, too, is that, you know, there isn't much education out there yet. It's growing, and the NFPA is doing a good job of trying to work with, you know, schools and universities on that level. But you guys do a great job with the certification, and I think that's a, it's, it's important to get more people knowledgeable about this industry. And certification critical. Totally agree. Is critical.
1: And really, even if you do go to college uh, and learn about fluid power, remarkable how. Uh, much uh, you forget. The further you get away from uh, from college, you need refreshers. And I think IFPS does offer a lot of that. We have our uh, bi-monthly seminars and then uh, 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 web seminars, and those are recorded and they're posted on our website so you can go back to them at any time, just a, a various number of topics. But Absolutely. Even if you do go to school and learn about fluid power, you just need to continue to keep it fresh in your mind.
0: That's something um, I don't think I really realized, too. I didn't realize that you guys did those uh, bi-monthly webinars and seminars, so that's, that's a great, great detail to share to our audience. Um, yeah, you may absolutely. not know. <laughs> yeah,
1: and they're not they're not um, necessarily certification review related. They're just general fluid power topics and we do pneumatics, hydraulics, industrial mobile, all the different industries.
0: In terms of the certification, tell us tell you know, most people probably know, but I'm sure there are some people that aren't really familiar. How how do they work and and, and once you get certified, does it last for a certain amount of time? Do they have to renew it? How does that work?
1: sure. We have a number of certifications. Uh, some our mechanic and technician certifications require you to take and pass two tests, uh, a written test as well as a job performance or a hands-on test. Our specialist level certifications are all one uh, written test. Um, our tests can be done online or you can do pen and paper, you know, fill out the bubbles. And so a lot of people ask, do you, you know, when is the course? When, do I, when can I take the class to get certified? And we don't require you to take any class to get certified. Mm -hmm. We do offer certification review training, but it's optional. You can, Once you apply to get certified, you will receive a study manual ranging from 200 to 300 pages. You can self-study to prepare for certification, so you don't have to take a course. Once you pass the exam, the certification is good for five years, and then you need to recertify. Another thing, people get very worried, oh my gosh, I don't want to take the test again, (laughs) and as long as you recertify and Prove to us that you have had ongoing education in the five years that you got certified. You don't ever have to take the test again.
0: That, and that's good to know because I feel like that's a great way to, to make, ensure that, you know, people that are using these systems and designing these systems are, are really knowledgeable about the standards and all the technology updates that are happening. So certification is definitely a, a great way to go absolutely
1: and and you know what does that say about you when it's a voluntary certification and of Mm -hmm. course you know we think of other industries like the uh, electronic industry or gas plumbing where Mm -hmm. you need to have a license in order to perform that work in the fluid power industry we don't have any mandated licensing Mm -hmm. so it's a voluntary program and you know I just think what does it say about you that you volunteer to get certified so that people can look at at this acronyms after your name and say what does that mean oh my gosh you know that's terrific. You, you took that extra step you want that extra mile right. just to, to prove your competency
0: so anything else you'd like to add about uh, what's going on any meetings or events? Of course, ifP the big show neck happens every three years we'll, we'll have a booth there. We'd love to see
1: um, people stop by and say hi We'll happy to answer any certification questions. We will have uh, copies of the the reference handbook there for sale if you want to take it with you you can or place an order and have one shipped to you but That's the next big show we're all looking forward to.
0: Great. So people should probably visit your website. It's ifps.org, correct? Correct. For information on the reference handbook and um, for your IFP booth number. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining us again today, Donna. I really appreciate it. Oh, my gosh, Mary. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great to learn everything that's new with, with IFPS, how you guys are continuing to move the industry forward. Thank you. We're working. (laughs) (laughs) And thank you to all of our listeners for joining our Women in Fluid Power podcast series. For more industry news and updates, visit fluidpowerworld.com.